If a poor man finds a job and rises to the level of buying his own health insurance, for instance, that is not a moral achievement, we are told. He is being selfish, merely looking out for his own or his family's welfare. But if the same man receives his health care free from Washington, using a credit card or a law made by Bill Clinton, that is idealistic and noble. Why? Because sacrifice is involved, sacrifice extorted from employers by the employer's mandate and from doctors through a noose of new regulations around their necks. If America fights a war in which we have a national interest, such as oil in the Persian Gulf, we hear that the war is wrong because it is selfish. But if we invade some foreign pest hole for no selfish reason, with no national interest involved, as in Bosnia, Somalia, or Haiti, we hear praise from the intellectuals. Why? Because we are being selfless. The Declaration of Independence states that all men have an inalienable right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. What does the pursuit of happiness mean? Jefferson does not say that you have a duty to pursue your neighbor's pleasure or the collective American well-being, let alone the aspirations of the Bosnians. He upholds a selfish principle. Each man has the right to live for his own sake, his own personal interests, his own happiness. He does not say, run roughshod over others or violate their rights, but he does say, pursue your own goals independently by your own work and respect every other individual's right to do the same for himself. In essence, America was conceived by egoists. The Founding Fathers envisioned a land of selfishness and profit-seeking, a nation of the self-made man, the individual, the ego, the I. Today, however, we hear the opposite ideas everywhere. Who are the greatest victims of today's attitude? Who are the most denounced and vilified men in the country? You are you the businessmen, and the bigger and better you are, the worse you are morally, according to today's consensus. You are denounced for one sin. You are the epitome of selfishness. In fact, you really are selfish. You are selfish in the noblest sense, which is inherent in the very nature of business. You seek to make a profit, the greatest profit possible, by selling at the highest price the market will bear while buying at the lowest price. You seek to make money gigantic amounts of it, the more the better, in small part to spend on personal luxury, but largely to put back into your business so that it will grow still further and make even greater profits. As a businessman, you make your profit by being the best you can be in your work, i.e. by creating goods or services that your customers want. You profit not by fraud or robbery, but by producing wealth and trading with others. You do benefit other people, or the so-called community, but this is a secondary consequence of your action. It is not and cannot be your primary focus or motive. The great businessman is like a great musician or a great man in any field. The composer focuses on creating his music. His goal is to express his ideas in musical form, the particular form which most gratifies and fulfills him himself. If the audience enjoys his concerto, of course he is happy. There is no clash between him and his listeners but his listeners are not his primary concern. His life is the exercise of his creative power to achieve his own selfish satisfaction. He could not function or compose otherwise. If he were not moved by a powerful personal selfish passion, he could not wring out of himself the necessary energy, effort, time, and labor. He could not endure the daily frustrations of the creative process. This is true of every creative man. 
It is also true of you in business, to the extent that you are great, i.e. to the extent that you are creative in organization, management, long-range planning, and their result, production. Business to a creative man is his life. His life is not the social results of the work, but the work itself, the actual job, the thought, the blueprints, the decisions, the deals, the action. Creativity is inherently selfish. Productivity is inherently selfish. The opposite of selfishness is altruism. Altruism does not mean kindness to others, nor respect for their rights, both of which are perfectly possible to selfish men, and indeed widespread among them. Altruism is a term coined by the 19th-century French philosopher Auguste Kant, who based it on the Latin alter meaning other. Literally, the term means otherism, by Kant's definition, and ever since it means placing others above oneself as the basic...